0: Bright Sounds, the voice of Bright World. Hello and welcome back to Bright Sounds. With the Christmas school holidays just weeks away now, our planning and thoughts are now turning well and truly towards helping our students either to get home or in most cases to choose somewhere nice and safe to stay during the holidays. This week's podcast is the audio recording of a Christmas 2020 webinar that we held earlier this week. We were delighted to welcome nearly 50 participants who included a mixture of parents, schoolhouse parents and registrars, guardianship organisations and agencies, all interested in finding solutions for their children and students this Christmas. We hope you enjoy what we had to say.
1: I'm Lana Foster and I'm the Managing Director of Brightwell Guardianship. Um, And we're here today to talk about Christmas. Um, Rather too early for a lot of us normally, but uh, anyway, here we are. So may I also introduce (coughs) my uh, panelists, um, Charlotte Hanson. Hi everyone. Charlotte is our director of sales and marketing at Bright World and Mary Doody. Hello, everybody. And Mary is uh, works one of the leading uh, language travel providers in the UK, and is the director of the young learners specifically at Kings, and will be operating our Christmas programs for us with her colleagues. Thank you very much for joining us today, Mary. It's great to be here. So I'm going to carry on now and. Just a bit of background as to why we think that we as an organisation, Kings and Bright World, need to offer these additional solutions for Christmas. I've calculated, looking at the ISC uh, statistics, that there are probably between 10 to 15,000 boarding school students um, from countries not on the travel corridor list. So, in other words, those who would have to quarantine if they went home for Christmas on their return back to the UK. That's an awful lot of students. It may be slightly less due to the ISC statistics, those being from, the, from last year. So, that's not taking into account a possible drop in numbers over the board um, this year. We're starting to hear now from boarding schools, and I know that um, here today with us, there are a lot of boarding schools who've joined the the webinar. So thank you for joining us, and um, comments from you will be very welcome at any point. But it is our impression that due to all of the work that schools have been having to do, getting students back in September, quarantining them, remaining open for EXEAT weekends, and many of them remaining open for half term, that they're simply not able to remain open for Christmas because of staffing issues. Um, People need a rest, and um, a lot of the boarding staff will be really exhausted by Christmas and need a break. There are also certain children's home laws that come into play if a boarding school remains open for too many days of the year. Um, And I'm not sure whether that is actually going to apply for Christmas or whether an exemption will be given, but I've heard no news on that. Um, I don't know if any of the schools have. Um, Another reason why I think we need this extra provision is because many guardians um, aren't guardianship organizations like bright world so they may be family friends who've been appointed as guardians to students and they're not able to host for various reasons um we have the rule of six that may be reintroduced after the second of december lockdown where no more than six people are allowed to be Um, in in one place at one time. Now, that can be exceeded if it's the same household. So if a household consists of 10 people, that's fine, but no one else can join the household. Um, And often for host families, they may have an elder family member who's vulnerable and they're just not happy to to take on students at, at this point. We're finding at Brightworld that host families are able and willing to host but not in these huge numbers that are going to be required for Christmas. There's simply not enough host families willing to do it at this point. Um, We see it very much our job as as a guardianship organisation to take care of students during the holidays and so with our partnership with King's. I've worked with Mary for far too many years to admit to. Um, It was a natural marriage that Brightwood and King's should join together and produce Christmas residential options as a team. Um, It's our job to do so and for Mary she's very able and, and very willing to help as well. So that's just a bit of the background as to why we're here today and why we've done it. My general feeling about what students are planning to do, not, I don't really know, but my feeling is that most students who aren't from travel corridor countries will not be returning home at Christmas. International travel's currently not recommended. Um, There's a lot of uh, unsure feelings towards whether flights will be going, be cancelled. So I feel that most students will make the decision with their parents to actually remain in the UK for Christmas. Some are planning on going home but it's very very tricky and very very difficult. Um, The fit to fly test prior to departure um, has its own challenges, as I'm sure many of you here will know and be experiencing at this point. Many, um, a, many students would have to quarantine in their own country when they returned home, and then back in the UK when they come back. So a Chinese student has to take two tests within 48 hours of travel, both being negative, They then have to quarantine for 14 days back in China in a government hotel and then on their return to the UK, quarantine here again. So it's really not a very attractive option for many. Bright World guardianships, um, for our own students, we have host families who are able and willing to do it, although those are running out at this point. Um, We have our Relax and Revise program in Cambridge that we run with Cambridge Melchoy College so those two options are very much available still for our own clients and our own students but in addition to that, um, for those students of ours who want something different and also for all students at UK boarding schools, so this is now Being offered not just to Bright World students um, are the residential options that we're here to talk about today with Padworth College and the Arts University Bournemouth. We think that a residential provision and option for students and for students to stay in the UK is the safest option. Um parents and agents and schools will know where their children and their students are so they won't be roaming the UK staying in hotels, Airbnbs, they will be looked after. They will know that the students are following guidance and social distancing. Uh, washing hands and not Uh, mixing with with others to put themselves at risk. Um, Parents will be reassured to know that should their child fall ill or be feeling anxious during these times, that there's someone there to care for them and that we have a full isolation contingency plan in place at each centre, so everything is covered. In addition to all of those safety measures that we're putting in place, there'll be plenty to keep them occupied. And this is great for their mental health and stimulation. And at the end of Christmas, we hope they will have had a lovely holiday with restrictions in place, but they will have enjoyed themselves and we will return them to school COVID free and healthy to continue their studies in January. And that's what it's all about. It's continuing their education and having a safe continuation of studies. So we do think that it's really important for parents to consider these things. We've looked at the guidance and I'm Mary, please feel free to interject at this point Um, there isn't really much guidance out there uh, for what we may term as a pop up residential setting. Um, We've asked the DfE to confirm if there's any special measures that they need us to put in place. But for now, we're just being told that we're to use the guidance for residential settings as set out by the DfE and Phe and for student accommodation providers. we're following that guidance and mary has her own covid plan in place emotion
2: shall we say i, yeah. I, I should add to that lana we uh, king's education have our own schools um, in operation already so i'm very much take my lead from them and and from, from the, the bsa with regard to any covid safety measures all of my staff will have some COVID safety training, as well as the standard safeguarding training. And we will be as best prepared as, as we can be for for, uh, for uh, taking on these students over Christmas.
1: That's great. So good to know. And you're good to go, basically.
2: We are. <laughs> on top of that, actually, our own sort of association of EFL language schools, um, is called English UK and I'm chair of a a subgroup of English UK, Young Learners English UK, and we just yesterday (laughs) completed our own sort of COVID safety checklist for running young learner operations. So we're just literally sending that out today to all of our our association schools and I'll I'll certainly be using it myself (laughs) in the session. Instrumental in putting that together for other schools sure yeah we i have been involved with it and i know i will be uh, making sure that i like tick all the boxes that we've created for it for our own Christmas operation
1: absolutely i think that that would doubtless provide um
2: people with a lot of reinsurance sure and that that um that safety i suppose standard i'm happy to to share that with any of, of agents parents schools as well so that you can see we're we're following as much as we can the letter of, of the law at the moment.
1: That would be great. Thank you, yes. So just now um, talking about the centres specifically, um, our first option is the traditional British boarding school, Padworth College, um, situated in, in Reading. It's a traditional boarding school, it's a country house setting. So a festive welcome in a country house um, is a a lovely um, thought, feeling that that, that I have when I imagine walking into Padworth College and there's a a beautiful Christmas tree. I think it'll be a very welcoming place. Uh, The bedrooms are fairly newly refurbished, mainly singles and with some twins. We have some students coming who want to stay in the same room, they're they're coming from the same school. So that's also a possibility. Um, There's beautiful grounds as you can see in the photo and you'll see in a moment on a video. And this is available for the very young as well, for um, right from seven through to 17 year olds. So we'll cater for, for the younger students as well. And that's available
2: from this the 12th of december to the 3rd of january i was lucky enough to go and see padworth during half term they were actually hosting a bit of a half term program for some of their own students and i was very impressed particularly with the accommodation that has been fairly newly refurbished all of the rooms have um have wash basins in as well which helps i guess with the washing of the hands situation and there's plenty of indoor and if the weather allows <laughs> outdoor space uh, for doing activities and i've kind of started to tailor the program now around the facilities that are available in the college which i can i can talk about when you show that slide uh, lana yes <clears throat>
1: um, so that's for anyone who, who's in the webinar and, and who doesn't
2: know um
1: where the college is that that's how conveniently situated it is Um, and within easy reach of London. Not that anyone will be going into London, of course, but for once that's an irrelevant uh, piece of information, but um, that's just to show you where it is on the map. And so the second centre that we have on offer is, I mean, really impressive. I know Mary will want to talk more about it because you visited yesterday. Mm and we're very, very impressed um, with with the location. Um, It's a university campus. It's part of um, the Arts University Bournemouth. We have the exclusive use of campus halls, which is a brand new hotel quality um, residence. Um, not only do we have those single ensuite bedrooms throughout that have a kitchen area for each eight rooms, so there are cluster flats for students to, to use, um, but we also have the use of some of the university's amazing facilities, which won't be in use during the Christmas holidays. Um, so. I don't know if you want to expand on that anymore or or wait until I've I've got the the photos up, Mary?
2: No, I mean, you'll see some of the photos fresh off my phone from yesterday in a moment, but it is, um, the university had planned to open this um, Hall of Residence to their own students this September because due to COVID the, the build got delayed and to our benefit, I guess, really. Um, literally, um, my liaison guy at Formouth hadn't even seen the accommodation himself until yesterday. They are just handing it over. They're landscaping the outside with the exact same trees that are in that picture <laughs> um, that have been flown over from Germany, they told me yesterday. So it's only the outside that needs to be landscaped. Inside is all done and to a, an extremely high standard i wouldn't even call them single rooms they're almost double rooms they're four foot beds small double beds it's got mood lighting in the bedrooms um, there's proper uh, bathroom cabinets in the bathrooms these are all unusual things for university accommodation so it is stunning brand new accommodation that we will be um, the first to occupy and as alana said we will have sole occupancy of it so it makes it extra safe to me um, for, for use over Christmas. And there are just some of, some of the images. This is one of the, the
1: kitchen areas that each eight rooms has their own area like this for students to, to, to socialise in and, and, and do some basic cooking themselves.
2: We will mainly use them for socialising, because there is a full board option, or a full board provided at the school, and we won't have kitchens equipped with too much equipment. Um, but we will occasionally probably lend out some equipment if certain flats want to do little pasta parties, as I call them, or noodle parties. <laughs> yes,
1: looks wonderful. And um, that's this is what I call the studio here. Mm-hmm. Um, because it looks like a yoga studio.
2: Yeah, it will eventually be some sort of student union um, room. Because other than the accommodation, it's in a quad, if you like. This is the 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 uh, and the fantastic reception area. This is the other kind of social room. So I'll probably use it myself for some sort of uh, dance yoga activities, and even just as, as a meeting space. Um, because we are be mindful of being indoors in December. But again, a great space, brand new to us. And they've even I think they've got a couple of table tennis tables that we can use there as well. So it kind of can be a bit multi, multi-purpose. It looks
1: fabulous. So the, the plan really um, is for students to relax, have fun and stay active. Um, I've been running the Relax and Revise Half-Term and Easter programme for five years now. So I understand the difference between a boarding school student in their holiday time to a student coming from overseas for a holiday programme in the UK. A student coming from overseas to the UK for a holiday programme is expecting a very full programme of lessons and activities back to back all day long. A boarding school student is tired by the time they get to their holidays. They've had their whole term of activities back to back and what they're looking for is somewhere to relax, chill out, do stuff in their own time, at their own pace, have some really nice food to eat, three nice hot meals a day to look forward to and have time to study. Our students are serious students. They're here to do well in their exams. Christmas is a very important time for homework, so they need that space and flexibility to be able to study if they want to. Um, But similarly, they need to be encouraged as well to, to take part in some activities because it's not healthy to just relax all the time. And looking after the mental health of our students is something that is really important to Mary and to Bright World at this time. We know from our own experiences how our mental health is suffering a little bit, all of us probably, um, with these strange times. And these are children who normally would be going home for Christmas to see their parents. And unfortunately, they're not going to be able to. So this is going to cause some anxieties um, and some mental health issues. We're very aware of that. And that's why we want to make the Christmases a very positive experience for them all. And we all know that exercise and stimulating activities are really key in combating stress and anxiety and the exercise can really boost your mood and help improve your immune system so all these things we want our children to be resilient and and stay healthy during these times so we want them to follow these top tips we want them to get outside as much as possible in the fresh air keep their exercise and their activities interesting we want them to try something new and we want them to work out get their heart rates up participate with their friends and get off their devices (laughs) just for an hour um and just get out and about and that's very much what our ethos is going to be at christmas so that very, very careful balance of allowing students to chill out and relax whilst encouraging them to to do some activities as well. So with that in mind, you'll see that all the mornings are very, very relaxed. Late breakfast, chill out in the morning, relax and revise in school, And then in the afternoons and evenings, Mary will be putting on some amazing um, activities, all socially distanced, all very well thought through within the limitations that we have. They are optional, um, but we do encourage people to join. I don't know if you want to expand for me, Mary, on some of the newer things.
2: Even since this was put together, I've sort of changed the uh, programme. As things stand, we will not really be going off-site at all. When I originally did the programme, I thought, I, you know, we'd have moved on. <laughs> we could get the kids off-site a little bit on some excursions. But right now, that, that's, that's not going to happen. And having visited the two locations, I've now kind of come up with a programme and, and uh, spoken to some specialists who will deliver some of the activities for me so um padworth if you like is a bit more i suppose sporty oriented and games oriented because of the kind of location that it is i'm going to have an outside education company who have actually worked with padworth this term come in and do some climbing frames and archery and things like that and they have oh, all got sent me their covid risk assessments for that um, we're going to do things like baking because the um they've got a lovely chef who works there and he's willing to cook to bake the stuff that we will make in in the various kitchens um so it's a little bit more sort of i suppose homely if that's the right word and and sporty and baking and that kind of thing bournemouth certainly having visited yesterday i have to make use of the fantastic facilities they are they're one of the leading um creative arts universities in the UK, and they do everything from architecture to makeup. (laughs) Now, I won't have access to all of that, but um, I do have access to some of the staff who are willing to do things like film, art, drama, dance, acting, Um, so there'll be a lot of that offered, again, as a choice to the students. And hopefully in both locations, even though we're discouraging them being on their devices, I'm uh, chatting with a um, game and app design company who will do some online uh, creating of games for the students who uh, perhaps are less active. Um, In Padworth there's lots of uh, kind of orienteering things we can do in the grounds and if the weather allows there is a hard court for some tennis or basketball. Um, In Bournemouth there is a park nearby that we can at least walk in um again being mindful of the 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 social distance thing and um and we can also play football and that kind of thing in there but um the the center if you like suits the kind of activities that i have done and i think certainly in the next week we're going to have a a, another release if you like of a more detailed program for each location
1: yes we'll be sending that out to all of you in the next few days a more detailed um program uh, for each week in in each centre with some of these specialist workshops that, that Mary's talking about that I feel like I want to attend some of those.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and also I shouldn't forget the fact that it is Christmas so yeah. we have a bit of a Christmas theme particularly that week leading up to Christmas with doing some card making and know um i think i've I've spoken to the arts person about creating some christmas art and decorations that the students can use we've got a literature class on christmas and of course we have the traditional christmas dinner and customs all of that kind of thing we'll do a few little workshops and master classes on just to give that christmas feel to the the centres
1: i think it's going to be you know, the, the really the next best thing to going home and being with your mum and dad um, will be t- to join this programme and have that sense of community spirit and all of the activities going on.
2: Yeah. We're
1: was... just going back now to the, the serious stuff um, <laughs> of, of how we're going to keep COVID safe. Um, Mary is insisting, as as you will all know, anyone who's who's books a place at the moment, that all students will be tested prior to arrival at the programme for everybody else's reassurance. Um, All Mary's staff, as she's alluded to, will be tested prior to the start of the course. And then household bubble will be created and maintained. all of the residential settings, hygiene and social distancing guidance will be followed, as well as, as Mary's um, own English UK guidance. Um, there'll be regular temperature and health checks. And of course, should unfortunately anybody get symptoms or be tested positive for COVID, then isolation is is, contingency is securely in place
2: yes Um, just to kind of follow up on that um the plan is that i'm uh, chatting to a covid testing company at the moment and i will receive all of the tests which i will then send out Um, I guess to the the contacts at the various boarding schools and we do need your assistance if you're if you're listening in from a boarding school in ensuring that the student does the test appropriately. I don't know if any of you have done it but it is fairly easy enough to do and just that you record the name of the student against the serial number on the test. I will arrange for couriers to come pick up the tests and uh, and send the results to me. and of course they will all come back negative negative. <laughs> um, and then uh, as, as Lana said if we do happen to have a situation once they're with us of a student either um, getting the, the uh, dreaded disease we will ensure that they are isolated and any, any students who are um, in contact with them have isolation as well and the good thing for me about having Bournemouth as an option if and I'm touching every piece of wood here, if we do have a situation where we have to have students who need to stay in isolation for longer than the 3rd of January, I can move them to Bournemouth and they have agreed to stay open a little longer just for a quarantine purpose, if you like, or a self-isolation purpose.
1: Yes, I mean, that was something we spoke about early on, wasn't it, Mary, to make sure that that contingency of that happening, we had been thought of and planned for so we we think we thought of everything Mm -hmm. but then i thought that i've thought of everything for about a year now (laughs) keep being surprised (laughs) so just um coming towards the end now of of our presentation i will see if i can get those videos up i don't know if you can do that charlotte and see if you can get the videos up on youtube for us to they're on our website aren't they yeah Perhaps no, you could cue that and share the screen for the ending yeah no problem. um the the booking is very easy we have an online form which is right at the top of our our website brightworldguardianships.com, or email me or charlotte uh, lana at brightworld.co.uk or charlotte at brightworld.co.uk, and we can send you the form um we do need um, the booking deadline by the 20th of November, although we will obviously take students after that um, last minute. Um, but we do need to have most of the students in place by the 20th in, A- in order to be able to staff the programme accordingly. These are the cancellation fees which have to come into effect. Um, is it, 100% after the 5th because staff will be, by that time, we we'll will have committed to staff.
2: Yeah, just, just to, to follow up on that, um, we realise that students want to go home, you know, I want to go home for Christmas to Ireland, but the reality is, you know, everybody's waiting until the last moment to make a decision. But if we want this program to be a success and to be organized, I have to really start planning from from now on to get the staff in, to get all of the things booked. And not least, you know, our host colleges also need to hire staff and, you know, have have, um, have certain deadlines themselves for payments, etc. So we really feel that the 20th of November is a fair date. It's only three weeks out pretty much from when we open (laughs) um, uh, for students to book we will allow them to to make a cancellation. Suddenly everything changes after that, another two weeks later, but we really do want to encourage people to book as early as possible so we can give the best possible service. And it's not to say I won't accept some last minute bookings because I always will. (laughs) And particularly in Bournemouth, I have a little bit of capacity there that I can book extra. Um, But I really would encourage you to to start having those conversations with, with, your your children parents etc because we want it to be as as organized as as possible
1: thank you yes one of our um i think we're we're going on to questions now and um one of our uh um clients mr whaley has has asked a question about that last minute scenario his scenario is slightly different in that um and hello um mr whaley if you're there um his son is they're going back to Bermuda for Christmas and Bermuda is on the travel corridor list so there's no need for his son to quarantine on the way back so he's going off um, for Christmas all being well but Mr Whaley's slightly concerned if things change during the Christmas holidays and uh, his son has to suddenly come back and could we accommodate last minute requirements and the message really is you know for our own clients we do that all the time it's part of our life Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: uh now that we have this temporary pop-up christmas um provision for non brightwood students mary and i will do everything we can to accommodate really any request that that occurs um to help people out the other question that mr Whaley had um was about testing and if the test was a pcr test and the answer to that is yes um that's the test that, that we will be doing
2: the yeah, um that we test if if somebody has the uh, uh covid not if they have had it so testing an antigen rather than an antibody test yes um and then i'm now really
1: handing over to everybody um if anyone has any questions for us um Charlotte, yeah i can see you're... that
3: emma picken has a has a question before she goes to lunch just about the the cost of of the programs oh yes so the
1: the cost is uh, 960 pounds per week and that includes the covid test
3: <laughs> okay um and obviously there's there's a question here kerry france um just worrying obviously kings is is a boarding school as well i think just worrying that they're not going to lose any students out to you mary so mm. i do you don't look like the poaching type but i'm hoping you're not <laughs> you're Absolutely not planning not. to do
2: that this is not an upselling um exercise for ourselves uh, i'm sure enough for lana and, and and certainly not even for the host schools although the guy i do with might do the photography course <laughs> Um, in Bournemouth um, but no it's certainly not seen as that sort of um, project for us at all we're just delighted uh, of me personally to be sort of back working hopefully with juniors again as soon as i had my first summer in 30 years off and and we see it hey it's a great opportunity to hopefully help out but also, you know, it's, it's an economic opportunity for us, but only for Christmas, Not certainly nothing for the future. There will be no upselling involved. And
1: also really, just to put things into context a little bit, Mary, you're not, you don't work at the main schools. I mean, you are- you're Purely young learners. you young learners. You're um, younger, season season. Yeah, so um, it wouldn't really be something that you would sort of naturally do anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm
3: also
2: not
1: sales. I'm operations. <laughs>
3: you're off. yeah exactly and um, so victoria lewin has has asked a question as as well just about how many places we have available so that the golden the big question
2: yeah. right yeah. now, as many as you want <laughs> um no it, it is a bit more limited in in uh, padworth i have about 80 beds to sell but it's selling quite well i believe in in, in padworth already um in bournemouth they have almost 300 beds <laughs> So, you know, the sky's the limit, hopefully there, but I would imagine in and around a hundred. Maybe I will take more than a hundred if I can, but yes, mm-hmm. plenty of spaces at the moment in Bournemouth and a little less so in Padworth, but at the same time, we still have have space.
3: And Victoria's just followed up with the question about the Bournemouth dates, because I know they are, they do vary slightly from Padworth in that the programme does go on a little longer. Sure. Um, The programs more or less run for the
2: same time in terms of the program. Um, I can get into Bournemouth whenever, they're pretty much ready to hand me the keys now. (laughs) So I have um, looked at boarding school dates and it will be available for students from the 11th, Friday the 11th, so as soon as, as you're finished with them. And I will run on as long as is necessary in terms of accommodation. Though the program itself will finish on Sunday the third. But if some of you are not opening for another few days or even a week, I'm happy to accommodate students. But we won't really be running a program beyond the third of uh, of January there. In in Padua, sorry, in 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 Bor- even in Bournemouth, the program <coughs> will finish technically on the third. But I can accommodate the beds beyond so then they're staying on because we're we're
1: advertising it until the 10th for that so they can stay on another seven days and just get ready to go back to school Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a lot of flexibility people I can see are asking can they just go for a week yes seven days is the minimum stay Um, and you can start any day of the week because some schools I've noticed are breaking up Wednesday, I think it's Wednesday, the 16th of December. Can they start then? Yes, and then they buy in seven-night blocks after that. Sure. And extra nights are charged. Um, a maximum of three nights at a lower rate of 85 pounds, and then prorated after that at 137 a night. But mostly, I'm finding with the bookings we've got. It's fitting in quite well mm-hmm. um, with with those dates that are set.
2: Yeah, yeah. Dates and lots of flexible. flexibility. Yeah, absolutely. Dates are flexible. Um, ages, personally, I think um, Bournemouth lends itself to an older age range, and it seems so far it is slightly older students that are going there. The technical age range is fourteen to 17, or actually 14 to 19, because I will take a few over 18s if necessary, they will be housed slightly separately. Um, And uh, Padworth, it it lends itself to slightly younger students because it's shared facilities and there's some shared bedrooms, etc. And I think that's the way it's sort of falling at the moment, though Padworth will take them seven to 17, and I will certainly split the activities according to age in Padworth. Um, Sarah Bacon,
1: um, thank you for your question. Um, The age range of the arts, so that's 14 plus isn't it, Um, and copies of the slides, yeah. What what I'll do after, I've got all of your email addresses because you registered for the webinar, so I'll send the um, slides to you. And also, um, I'm going to, as I say, send round, it might be a couple of days after that, the final programme for each centre um, as well. The cost for the, Sheila, um, thank you for your question, the cost is the same for both sites, yes. Does anyone else have any other questions they'd like to ask and unmute themselves or please use the chat? Don't put me on the spot with anything you know, I won't know the answer to. No? Well, that just leaves me to say, thank you very much for joining us today. We had a great turnout of uh, over 40 people at one point. So um, thank you for joining. And um, Mary, thank you very much. once we have all the
2: students, but Tin, it's over to you. Yeah. No pressure. No, <laughs> no I'm looking for. I'm uh, very much looking forward to it. Of course, it's nerve-wracking. It's my first step into the COVID safety world. Uh, but having had a few months off, we're more than ready and, and really looking forward to working with yourselves, Lana, you know, with a great leading organisation such as yourselves, hopefully Thank in you. partnership with the boarding schools, parents and agents that will send us we will have a successful Christmas and and send the students back with smiles on their faces.
1: Lovely, and thank you, Charlotte. And Charlotte's available to take any inquiries or give any quotations or advice. Um,
3: yes, no, definitely. And any any schools or anyone that wants to have a separate Zoom call with us to ask any questions, then. Um, my email address is just charlotte at brightworld.co.uk and Lana's is, is the same. So it's Lana at brightworld. And um, So yeah, do get in touch. Uh,
1: charlotte has a an reputation for hating talking about Christmas. So, um...
3: <laughs> but it's all we've done for the past two or three months, I think. So um... <laughs> so yeah, looking I forward thought... to it being here now so we can stop talking about it and talk about something else. <laughs>
1: Yeah, half term and Easter.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, thank you very much. And I shall end the meeting now. And just to say, um, again, thank you very much for joining and do get in touch if you have any inquiries or any questions or need an individual meeting. And Anthony, I hope I answered your questions okay. You very
3: much did. Thanks very much, Lana. I appreciate it no problem
1: and I hope Trey has a wonderful holiday back in Bermuda and does not have to come back until he's ready
3: fingers crossed fingers yeah. crossed
1: <laughs> thanks very much thank you no problem
3: bye 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 now bye.
0: well I hope you enjoyed listening to our webinar and please do get in touch with Lana if you would like any more information you can email her on lana at brightworld.co.uk. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we look forward to hearing from you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Bright Sounds, a podcast from Brightwell Guardianships. If you're interested in finding out more about anything we've discussed today, please visit our website, www.brightworldguardianships.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter to find out more. Bright Sounds is available as a podcast on major podcast platforms or by subscribing directly to us on Podbean. Please look forward to more fascinating interviews and discussions with our Bright World team and expert guests. Take care and we'll hear from you at our next Bright Sounds podcast.